Hey, moms. <laughs> hey, don't, you moms. Don't, hey, you moms. Don't listen to this one. It's very scary and it's yeah. not comfy. So yeah, skip. No. Come back for another one. We'll talk about something weird next week. Yeah, like kittens or something. For sure. Your friends suck. Is that good? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Your Friends Suck with Alyssa and Marissa. I'm Alyssa. <laughs> she, you know, she's never really sure if, like, you all know who we are, so it feels like we have to reintroduce ourselves every week. Also, I I wonder if it is that hard to tell our voices apart. I don't. I truly don't know as a stranger. Yeah, I don't either. I, I mean, I don't know what that says about how much we listen to our own podcast, but... <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, in my mind, I'm like, no, we definitely sound completely different. So like, That's there's no true. way anyone would mix us up. But also, do we actually introduce ourselves properly every week? No. Nope. So it's only it's, when I'm doing it because yeah. I'm awkward. It's okay. Um, hopefully you all had a great long weekend. Um, yeah. You know that we also enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> we took some time. It's just been life has been a tornado and just mowing us down every yeah. second. honestly and truly and i'm sorry if you guys feel that way if you have been feeling this struggle you're not alone yeah the transition (laughs) of um seasons always feels real weird to me yeah i don't know why like when it's always between spring and summer or between summer and fall and like vice versa it just always feels very strange mine has mainly been work and it's mainly because as much as I don't like a routine, mine swings mm-hmm. so fast that I can't really plan for other things. And that's what's kind of just dragging me down right now is like not having the ability to plan even like free time. It moment. said, oh, you don't like routines? Here you go. <laughs> Here's the ultimate <laughs> test of your sanity and see if we can just swing oh, you I back and forth. Oh, I thought you didn't like this. I, didn't thought, I thought this is what you liked. What's going on? It's, yeah, it's not. It's like, like I want to be able to do what I want with my free time, but never knowing when I actually actually have free time is very tough yeah um can't really I yeah my sleeping schedule is just all kinds of jacked so it really does not help me because I am not the best with not sleeping so I feel it well you know we're all feeling it mine's all over the place so if you're struggling um this is your formal uh invite to just go do something for yourself you know you got a pair of shoes you've been looking at but you really don't got the money in the bank account do it do you need coffee again today? Go do it. <laughs> I haven't had a coffee at all today, which also maybe why I'm struggling so much. Oh, like no. it yeah. really does have an emotional effect on me for some reason to where like it's I'm just, an like, addiction. <laughs> I'm over it. Well, the thing is, is I only have a cup of coffee a day, not two, yeah. not three. I have like one and it's never at the same time. So I'm like, oh. it's just like, it's almost just, I don't know. It could also it- be that I've slept like four hours. That's very possible. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it was definitely a gateway for me. And that's why I'm very much a tea person with a little bit of sprinkled of coffee. Because like I went from needing a cup a day to needing like three cups a day to function. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this ain't healthy. Yeah. So no, I'm really I'm stuck pretty tried and true for as long as I've drank coffee to one, 
but it is like one of those things where it's like how I, it's the same thing of like, I don't think I could ever be a vegetarian because I do like meat. Mm. <laughs> I do like coffee. I like the smell of it, the taste of it a lot. So I'm like, damn, this is very hard. And I get it. We're sliding back into addiction territory. However, <laughs> it's just one and I haven't even had one today and everything's fine. I'm just going to go yeah. to bed very early. Leave us alone. Yeah, please stop harassing us, everyone that's just listening <laughs> passively and not saying anything in this conversation. We really we need hear to your lay thoughts. off. We hear yeah. your thoughts. You might not be saying anything. Uh, but anyway, for anyway. today's episode, <laughs> we're going to talk about some, you know, we bring up pasta a lot because we're all just spaghetti anyway, but this is another uh-huh. form of spaghetti, would you say, That was actually Marissa? a very good transition, Melissa. Thank you. I'm, I'm bowing totally right impressed. now. You are. I'm bowing. Good. Yes, uh, we're just spaghetti anyway, so we decided that we're going to give you a different kind of pasta, and instead of a long, stringy noodle, we're just going to give you the creepiest kind of pasta we could find. Um, you it's all, uh, Yeah, you all know and love Reddit so much. Um, mm. I'm still deeply confused by it as a whole, as a concept, <laughs> but it has some of the scariest <laughs> stories mm. on the internet on Reddit, and um, we're going to be going through some of those today because I know that you have a lot of friends who like just don't like creepy stuff. They only want to skip to Christmas. They're not interested in Halloween. They're like, it's Thanksgiving, then Christmas and the end of the year. No, no. We have a whole spooky season that you're missing. So this is don't what your, your sucky friends are missing out on this week. Um, I will warn you if you're easily spooked or creeped out or gross, maybe this isn't for you. Yeah, <laughs> so. and if you're very prone to existential, existential crises, um, maybe this, this may podcast also... and us is just not for you. <laughs> That's a very fair point. Yeah, so really just in general, this is your warning if this is the first time listen. This um, may not be the one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so we have a few different – There's creepypasta has been around for like a hot second um mm-hmm. so and and something with them as well they are very long we won't do that to you uh we do have a few maybe one or two longer ones but for the mm-hmm. most part just kind of giving you the gist of some popular or just in general creepy pastas that we found uh and if you want to get real into it you can find it because now you know the name of it so mm-hmm. Um, let me start off. I, Alyssa has more than I do. So let me start off with a brief story of like what happened to me this week and like a creepiness of like life just lining up. My sister mm-hmm. sent me a TikTok and it was very scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it basically was this kid and his cousin out in the woods and they start hearing this sound from like a uh, water drain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like a guttural growling sound and it doesn't mm-hmm. quite sound like an animal. And he's recording it on Snapchat and he just gets a glimpse of like this person that's like, I don't even know how to describe their walking movement. It's very creepy. They're making a growling sound. It all happens very fast because they're running away. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the most popular creepypastas is about something called the rake. And that's what people kept saying, like, no, this is like a real thing. And that is what you're seeing. And basically Ooh. it's like, so I won't read you the whole story because it is kind of long. And I would rather save it for the one that I think most of you have probably heard of slash is more like timely. Um, mm-hmm. But the rake basically is a man who is inhabited by, it says, a moral conduct, particularly womanizing. Um, they typically, like, they basically transform into like this creature, human thing, kind of like when we talked about, um, 
oh my gosh, why am I blanking? Like, uh, uh, wow, the like when a when a oh my god, I can't say it. When a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I think where like that other one is more like Native American culture where it's like they are using like bad magic or energy essentially to mm-hmm. transform into something and take spirits. And this is like a creature that does something similar, but it's like someone you maybe know that can transform mm-hmm. into this thing. And they then also have like inhumane qualities of like being able to scale walls or jump very high, Naturally. but also will sound like your husband, you know? <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds very creepy. Honestly, you should read this because I skimmed it and it's a little scary. <laughs> but, I, I think it's the not knowing if it's someone like someone you know. I don't mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, I never fan. like anything that mimics anyone's voice. Nope. That's never good. Um, it's also like the pictures of it, it like it makes you look humanoid. So you still have like arms, legs, eyes, nose, but it's all like white. And, like, I'm going to send you a photo just so that you can really experience this. Um, But it's very creepy. It's one of those things where, like, is it real or is it not real? Yeah. We don't know. Whom's to say. that makes scarier. Yeah. I'm not – oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, this is a very familiar image if you Mm -hmm. are looking at it yourself. I feel like I've seen this outside of Reddit too. Um. But yeah, no thanks. Um, yeah, no, I'm cool on that for sure. I don't like. There is apparently about it. movies about it as well. So like, oh, it's just like it's the exact same thing as like Slenderman. Like yeah. something either either this is real and based in reality, or it started on Reddit and now has just like taken off. I hate conspiracy theories because I feel like <laughs> it's just enough where you're like, okay, but like, do we really know what's going on? Like, it's just like the whole um, uh, the people who live in the forests. Like that's oh, real. So like what's forest. to say, yeah, like what's to say that this isn't real? That is terrifying as well, which is like could be a whole thing in itself is like the concept But I don't of want them to come the after forest. us. So I don't think they would. They're not listening to podcasts. The government maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the government maybe, but not them specifically. You have a great point. Mm-hmm. So Okay. Um one that I wanted to read that is um, very niche for for me as a person. <laughs> um, so like, there's other. I feel like it's not creepy pastas, but like you know how like there's like Annabelle and all of the different creepy doll. Yeah. Um. So there's one popular creepy pasta. It's called Robert the Doll. Um. And I got this from Mashable. They kind of break it down because again, these are very long stories. So it's just like a really nice way to like sum it up for you guys. Um. But basically, it's saying okay. Not for the faint of heart, Robert the Doll really exists, which for like reading that first sentence, I know nothing about Robert the Doll. I was like, I don't like that he (laughs) exists already. I didn't realize you didn't know that it was real. I think I've like heard of it. Like, Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. But anyway, okay. The myths surrounding him vary, especially since it became so popular on the internet. The doll was given to the artist Robert Eugene Otto in the late 1800s, early 1900s, by a servant working in his family home. The doll, which he named after himself, which, first red flag, mm-hmm. then took on a life of its own and began to terrorize the family. Otto is said to have kept this doll into adulthood and subsequently tormented his late wife into insanity. 
Uh, when the doll was found by another family, the girl who was given it to uh, was terrified of it and refused to have it in her room. And now the doll is currently residing in Fort East Matello Museum in Key West, Florida. Visitors must ask visitors must ask robert politely if they want if he wants to have his photo taken Mm -hmm. if they mock him or take his photo without permission he is said to lay a curse on them Mm -hmm. yeah i've heard like things where it's like that they think they threw away the doll and they move houses and he like shows up in one of the boxes and stuff like that like it's he's very persistent he sticks around he can't just be tossed there's no getting rid of him I don't like that because I – so that was something my <laughs> dear late grandma, she used to give us porcelain dolls, but um, it was also at the same time that I started to have this fear. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, and it like there are still porcelain dolls like facing the wall in my closet at my parents' home because I was like, <sighs> you could be alive. I'm And I, if it tilted just a little bit, it could have been nothing, but in my head I'm like, mm, this looks shifted like – yeah i just i can't you can make it up make it as scary as you want it to be that's honestly why reading horror is like way scarier to me than watching horror movies because my brain just fills in the blanks of like Mm. whatever i think it looks like or whatever i think is happening and that makes it way scarier than actually seeing it (laughs) that's interesting I, i feel like i'm the opposite i'm like I can pretend it doesn't exist if I'm just reading it. Like, I can totally mm-hmm. disassociate. But with the movie, I feel like it's giving me the ideas. And I'm like, well, I could definitely see it playing out because this is it playing out right now. So, yep. Oh, gosh. Well, I, yeah, I don't really have a fear of dolls. I have seen that movie. Was it called Dead Silence or something like that? Where it's mm, all dolls, nope. all puppets. Yeah, it's not, it's not, not up your lane. I'm trying to think. I feel like there is a movie based off of Robert the Doll, but I can't think of it off the top of my head if there is one. There is plenty. If you're interested in creepy dolls, there's plenty of podcasts about Robert the Doll. 100% if you were ever interested not in it a fan. <laughs> I deeply apologize. All right. So I'm actually going to do one that is one of – this is one that – I have heard told to me from other people. I have seen it in YouTube videos where it's like the most disturbing experiments ever conducted. I have Mm. seen it in articles about the scariest stories you've ever heard, blah, blah, blah. Um, It's called the Russian sleep experiment. It basically was a experiment in the 1940s that was to keep five people awake for 15 days using experimental gas based stimulant. Um, they were going to be kept in a sealed environment and continually monitored um, to make sure their oxygen intake and the gas did not kill them since it was toxic in high concentrations. Basically, because it was 1940s, they didn't have video cameras to like record them, but they had microphones to be able to hear them um, from the other room. And they had big like portholes in the walls and the windows so they could watch um, what was happening and obviously like take notes on everything. And it was like separated with like five inch thick glass. Um, Mm -hmm. so they could monitor them and basically the test subjects were um, prisoners political prisoners that were deemed enemies of the state during World War II Um, so they had told them that if they survived the experiment and participated and complied that they would be able to go free after 30 days Um, then basically they started the experiment they put everyone in they gave them cots but no like blankets or anything so they wouldn't be like tempted to fall asleep um they gave them food every single day they had clothes for them um and 
the lights were constantly on. So it really was an area that was like, you are not tempted to sleep here because it's pretty much the most uncomfortable conditions to try to sleep in. So yeah. after five days, they started complaining about the circumstances. Um, and then they began to talk to each other. Um, and the, the way they were talking just got increasingly worrisome. Like they started then like oversharing about their lives and talking about super traumatic events that had happened to themselves. I mean, um, would you not at that point though? Yeah, you're all real personal at this point. Like yeah. you've all been in this tank 24-7 for a couple of days at this point. So basically the fifth or sixth day, they stopped speaking to one another and they started to have like super bad paranoia. They started only speaking to the microphones that were in the room and they basically were trying to get the people who were conducting the experiment on their side and convince them to release them. So now they're not sleeping. They're not speaking to each other. They're only speaking to the microphones and they're basically trying to convince the people that they're the ones that should be saved and released and everyone else should not. Um, <laughs> I wish I was reading this verbatim because it gets very creepy all of a sudden because then it starts <laughs> to say after nine days, the first of them started screaming. <laughs> and, uh, and at this point you're like five paragraphs in and then that's just like one standalone line you're like oh <laughs> great okay cool okay, okay um so basically he was running the length of the tra- chamber repeatedly screaming at the top of his lungs for three hours straight he continued to attempt to scream however he was only able to produce occasional squeaks the researchers then mm. d- basically concluded that he probably had torn his vocal cords from the amount of vocal <gasps> uh strenuous he had done um so basically then the other captive oh so the most surprising part was about this behavior was how the other captives reacted to it and that they simply did not react at all they continued (laughs) whispering to the microphones until the second the captive started screaming screaming the two non-screaming captives or uh two of the non-screaming captives started tearing books apart and they basically were using things in the room to cover the portholes um so no one was able to see in and as soon as they had finished covering the portholes, the screaming had stopped. Um, oh. And so did the whispering to the microphones. So at this point, three days passed. The researchers checked the microphones hourly to make sure that they were working. They thought it was impossible that no sound could be coming from five people inside. The oxygen consumption in the chamber indicated that all five people were still, in fact, alive. In fact, the amount of oxygen that was being consumed would be equal to five people doing very heavy levels of strenuous exercise. Ew! On the morning of the 14th day, the researchers did something that they said that they would not do, and they went on the intercom inside the chamber, hoping to provoke a response from the captives that they were afraid were either dead or vegetables at this point. So they announced, quotes, we are opening the chamber to test the microphones, step away from the door, and lay flat on the floor, or you will be shot. Compliance will earn one of you your immediate freedom. To their surprise, they heard a single phrase and a calm voice respond, we no longer want to be freed. (gasps) So at this point, they can't see in the room. It's been 14 days of them not sleeping. They hear nothing. They hear no sound inside of the room. But they know the microphones are working now because someone has responded and <laughs> to something that they have said. So basically, they start debating if they should go in or not. Um, and they decide no. that they're going to open the chamber on the mid- at midnight on the 15th day. So uh, the chamber was flushed of the gas and with fresh air immediately the voices start happening again into the microphones. Um, Three different voices begin begging and pleading for their life and their loved ones to turn the gas back on. 
the chamber, oh. um, they, yeah, they do not want the fresh air. They want the gas turned back on. So the chamber was open and soldiers were sent in to receive the, retrieve the test subjects. And they began to scream even louder. And so did the soldiers when they saw what was inside. Four of the five subjects were still alive. Ah, sorry. Rogue is also very into this story. Um, <laughs> um, although no one was rightly, basically they were saying like they were alive, quote unquote, but like, what, this is a little like, how are they alive at this point? The food rated R. Yes. This, I have edited some of this out because it is a little graphic and it's not for everybody. <laughs> so I'm trying to make it <laughs> as, as not as terrifying as it is. Basically, the food rations um, from the past five days had not been touched. Um, there were pieces of uh, the, the deceased person's body around, but there mm-hmm. also were pieces of the alive people's bodies around. Um, the, basically, there was about four inches of water on the floor when they walked in, so they had flooded the room. How? Um, they were not exactly sure how much of the liquid on the floor was actually water. Basically, oh, at this point, I'm following now. <laughs> yes, yeah, so at this point, um, a lot of their physical bodies were destroyed, saying that a lot of their like basically their intestines and things were not inside of them anymore. However, still working. Um, just the flesh around them had been completely removed somehow. Um, the destruction of the flesh and exposed bone um, indicated the wounds were inflicted by hand and not by teeth, as the way the researchers initially thought. Um, it also appeared that most, if not all, inflictions were self-inflicted. Um, said all four surviving sub... Yeah, uh, I won't read that part. <laughs> Um, okay, so the most of the Russian soldiers in this this specific thing um, refused to enter the chamber to remove the subjects. They continued to scream and left the chamber and alternately begged and demanded the gas, the people inside the chamber to beg and demanded that the gas be turned back on so they did not fall asleep. Um, to everyone's surprise, the test subjects put up a very fierce fight. Um, when they were being removed from the chamber. In total, seven soldiers lost their lives either due to injuries that they received while attempting to remove the subject or psychological effects that they experienced that left with them afterwards. Mm. Um, so basically, I'm going to try to summarize this as best as possible. What happens is they remove the, th- the three, I think it's three, no, the four living test subjects. Um, however, one of them does pass as they're trying to remove them because his spleen is ruptured as he's struggling to fight. Um, the other three then are taken to um, a surgery basically to try to repair any wounds that they have to keep them alive. Um, anytime that they are given a sedative, they are viciously fighting. And for some reason, it's not doing anything to them. And they're asking Mm -hmm. to please not be given the sedative because they do not want to fall asleep. Um, then there a 200, (laughs) there's like a 200 pound soldier is holding him at the wrist and he's suddenly broken through a four inch wide leather strap that's holding his wrist down. Um, so as they go into surgery, they ask not to have any of the anesthesia. So they are wide awake mm. the whole time. But what has happened is that the doctors have to give them a paralysis drug to basically paralyze them, even though the person is awake the entire time, because they are laughing hysterically 
as like a surgery is happening. And basically like the nurses in the room are saying it's terrifying because at first like they're asking not to be sedated and then now they're still awake and fully conscious and like making eye contact with everyone in the room. One of the nurses states that he, that one of the patients smiles multiple times as they um, are (laughs) conducting the surgery. And then at one point when the doctor is completing one of the surgeries, one of the patients just looks at him and says, keep cutting. (gasps) the other two test subjects okay so they go into surgery blah 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 um so again they're asked not to be put under they're asked to be given the gas again one of them when people they're asked like what happened in the room why did you do this what is going on they just say i must remain awake um all three subjects restraints restraints are reinforced and they are placed back into the chamber Basically, so basically what happens is the researchers are facing the wrath of the the military benefactors um, because they have technically failed this project. They were supposed to keep them in there for 30 days. Mm -hmm. Got to cover your tracks. Yeah. So the commanding officer and the former KGB agent, at this point, I believe there's... Oh, no, no, no. Okay, so basically a KGB agent and research. Okay, so basically they were going back and forth of whether they should keep them out and try to like sustain them in life at this point or they should put them back in to continue the experiment because at this point they have technically failed this like big, obviously not ethical experiment and do they see it to, <laughs> through to the end. Um, yeah. So in preparation for the chamber being sealed again, they're connected to EEG monitors. The first one that is connected to the EEG monitor, he is um, mute and actually ends up dying as they're sitting there because he was trying to keep himself awake, but did fall asleep and immediately fell or died as soon as he fell asleep. Um, the other two, one of them is humming to keep themselves awake. And the other one is like basically like moving their legs against their restraints really vigorously to try to like basically run like they to keep themselves awake. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so as they start to get sealed into the chamber, there's only two of them remaining. A commander gives the order to seal the chamber with both subjects inside, as well as three researchers to have a total of five, to have a total of five as if nothing had happened, basically, to replace the three that had already passed. They were going to put researchers in the room. Um, One of the three immediately drew his gun and shot the commander and, (laughs) and stated that he would not be um, locked inside with whatever these things had become. Um, and then as he is trying to escape, he points the gun at the remaining subject that is able to speak and asks him, he says, I won't be locked in here with these things, not with you. Um, he screamed and the man strapped to the table. What are you? I demand to know. I must know. What are you? The subject smiles. He says, have you forgotten so easily? The subject asks, we are you. We are the madness that lurks within you, begging to be free at every moment in your deepest animal mind. We are what you hide from in, oh, we are what you hide from in your beds at night. We are what you sedate into silence and paralyze when you, what? Well, when you go to the nocturnal haven where we cannot tread. The researcher paused and aimed at the subject's heart and fired. The EEG flatlined, and the subject weakly choked out. Finally, the end of the experiment, so nearly free. And that is the Russian experiment. And real quick, this is fake. So, the... This is this is is what's confusing (laughs) is because so many people think it's real that it has become a thing where people say that it happened. It's, it's like, it's like 
Slenderman and the fact that people were like, is this real? Is this not real? However, like it's, it's had enough, like in the actual story, there was enough like information where people really thought it was real. Like I remember someone telling me this story and be oh, like, yeah, really? there was like, like, yeah, like I remember someone telling me the story. I remember reading it. It's in YouTube videos of like the most inhumane experiments ever conducted, blah, blah. And yeah. so like it said that it's not real. But at this point, do we actually know? <laughs> because what happened in the 1940s it, the, after the war, we don't know. Nope. We don't we know. Don't. And they didn't record any of this. So there's no real physical proof of it anywhere. I don't like that. I wish you could have seen my disgusted face like the oh, whole it's, time we're talking. Yeah, and it's pretty it's pretty graphic if you actually read the whole thing. I definitely skimmed over some parts slash <laughs> straight up erased a couple lines so I wouldn't even accidentally say them out loud. Hey, and we appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. Um there's been it's talks of this <laughs> thank you. There's been talks <laughs> of this being made into a movie. I don't actually think there has been one yet at this point. Um, but so many people talk about it as if it is real. And so it's very, one of those things that, where it blurs a line of like, it's realistic enough that it could pass as being real. And it's like the Blair Witch Project where it's like, this could pass as being real to anyone who's never read the story online if it was released as a film. <laughs> so, but it does make you wonder what happens when you don't sleep for long yeah. enough. Yeah. I, I don't want to know. No. Well, um, also, it's like, what? You can only survive so many days without sleep. Yeah. So well, what and- happens when you, you're chemically forced to stay awake? <laughs> I just I, – I have a lot of thoughts right now. I don't yeah. – I don't know, but yeah, I don't, I don't like that. Um. <laughs> it's one of the, it's, is one of the ones where it's like, you don't know if it's real or not. And it's scary enough that you're like, I don't really want to know if this is real. Oh, but like, the, also- longest, the longest recorded time without sleep is approximately 264 hours or just over 11 consecutive days. How did they don't die know. after? I, I don't know, but you do start to hallucinate. I do know that. Yeah. After so many days. And honestly, like at the very end of the story, like how freeing though, because like they were like, "We're you, the we're the you that you try to hide," and like I think that's beautiful, you know. <laughs> Alyssa gets the end of the Russian sleep experiment <laughs> tattooed on her somewhere. <laughs> we are the things that hide under your bed. We are what you try to sedate <laughs> and paralyze from the, the animalistic mind. Yeah, because um, you know we all got it, and like they got to see it. So, well, it's also like the thing of what is the human body capable of when certain parts of it are turned off? You know, how much that can is you- actually very beautiful. If you're ready, a beautiful, beautiful transition to the next. Oh, creepy God. That I oh have. no. no <laughs> Based on that alone, I'm not ready. I also just want to say, while you were talking, I just pictured my mom who is a, a very avid listener of this podcast, oh, just being like, yeah, she started talking about that, and I'm sorry, Alyssa, I couldn't listen to the rest of it. And you know, my yeah, mom, I agree. It's okay, yeah. Joey, can you put this at the beginning? Hey, moms. <laughs> hey, don't, you moms. Don't hey, you moms. Don't listen to this one. It's very scary and it's yeah. uncomfy. So yeah, skip. No. Come back for another one. We'll talk about something weird next week. Yeah, like kittens or something. For sure. Um, so yeah, so again, very smooth transition to what mm. I was going to talk about next, um, which is the gateway of the mind. Um, no. Again, I didn't want to get too into this because it's this a very long one. So this is a very wrapped up version. But uh, the beginning line, 
Ever wonder what would happen if you couldn't see, hear, smell, taste, or touch? Um, no, well, this, what? <laughs> well, this creepypasta is here to put that theory to test and is honestly the most terrifying science experiment. The story centers around a group of scientists who wish, who wish to make contact with God, and they believe that it is possible by removing the body of all five senses. After performed... Are after performing a complex sensory surgery on the test subject, the poor person is completely disoriented and begins to hallucinate and, quote-unquote, hear people who have passed away. So what happens <laughs> at the end is extremely meta, it says, but the oh. grueling details involving the pure mental torture the subject goes through is enough to absolutely creep anyone out. So, like... Interesting. So they can't feel or anything. Literally Nothing. Nothing. And you're just uh, a conscious in space, a conscience in space, basically. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you, all you got is your mind. Interesting. You I was can't. just talking about this with somebody. <laughs> Casually? <laughs> about, like, the idea of, like, if we have a soul, like, if when you die, can it just go wherever it wants to go, hypothetically? Mm. Because it can still exist in multiple, like, all of this. And I was like, imagine just being able to think and nothing else. Yeah. And then, like, that is terrifying and freeing, question mark? But also, I've heard the opposite where people, like, well, where they can feel but can't move or speak or anything. Like, people are in surgery and something like happens. I'm like, which is worse? Mm. Which is worse? Probably, well, I guess that case is completely different. You're experiencing pain and not able to communicate it at all. But, like, just being a blob of thought doesn't sound good to me either. Nope. Um, no. I'm not a fan of either. It does sound like Marissa would potentially be a scientist on this. Probably, um, unfortunately. Yeah, you sounded you sounded a little too passionate there, but uh, no. I mean, yeah, it's very interesting. Like when I read that, I, I I took a brief sec. I didn't go too long, so I didn't drop into existential dread. But um, basically, yeah, I mean, there's a whole story. It's honestly not that long, but it just basically talks about how. Um, they do you guys want me to read it let me hear it start, me the- start yelling if you want me to say it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's not far enough away that it sounded like other people it did yeah um i really could read this real quick so i'm gonna do it um because this one's very interesting uh it says in 18 or sorry in 1983 a team of deeply pious scientists conducted a radical experiment uh, in an undisclosed facility. The scientists had theorized, like I told you, all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had this guy, an elderly man who claimed that he had nothing left to live for, was a volunteer for the subject. Okay. Um, so like red flag number one. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so they did all the the tests. They did the Which year. means you're already like mentally not well. So yeah, that's you're... not really like, is that ideal? Probably not. No, this anyway, should not. Continue. This should not have been your your test subject. No, anyway, no, no. Um, the scientists monitored him, monitored him as he spoke aloud about his state of mind in jumbled, slurred sentences that he couldn't even hear. After four days, he claimed to be hearing hushed, unintelligible voices in his head. Assuming it was onset onset psychosis, the scientists paid little attention to his concerns. 
Two days later, he cried that he could hear his dead wife speaking with him, and even more, he could communicate back. The science, the scientists were intrigued, but they were not convinced until the subject started naming dead relatives of the scientists. He repeated personal information to the scientists that only their dead spouses or parents would have known. At this point, a sizable portion of the scientists left the study. Which, I mean, same. The yeah. second he said something no one else knew, I'd be like, you know... It's I'm going to get a PhD you. in something else. Um, <laughs> this dissertation <laughs> is over. <Yeah. laughs> um, after a week of conversing with the deceased through his thoughts, the subject became distressed, saying that the voices were overwhelming. In every waking moment, his consciousness was bombarded by hundreds of voices that refused to leave him alone. He oh frequently <laughs> threw himself against a wall, trying to elicit a pain response. Yikes. Uh, he began, or he begged the scientists for sedatives, but they are so he could escape the voices by sleeping. It worked for three days until he started having severe night terrors. The subject repeatedly said that he could hear and see the deceased in his dreams. Only a day later, he began to scream and claw at his non-functional eyes, <sighs> hoping to sense something from the physical war- world. Um, he could hear the voices of the dead um, were deafening and hostile, speaking of hell and the end of the world. At one point, he yelled, no heaven, no forgiveness for five hours straight, oh, which is a lot. Sure. Yeah. Um, he begged to be killed, and they were convinced he was close to establishing God. They were like, just a little longer. Like, you you're right there. But, <laughs> um, but after another day, he could no longer form coherent sentences, seemingly mad. He started to bite off chunks of flesh from his arm. Um, they rushed him into the test chamber and restrained him on the table so he could not kill himself. After a few hours of being tied down, he halted his struggle in screaming. He stated, or he stared blankly at the ceiling as teardrops silently streaked from his face. Mm. Um, he had to be manually rehydrated due to his constant crying. Oh, uh, oh my god! Oh my oh. god! Um, well, you also don't feel hunger or anything then either. So it's like you're not even yeah. I guess so. To you're just chilling. Drink. That's so sad. Okay. Um, Eventually, he turned his head and, despite his blindness, made focused eye contact with the scientists for the first time in the study. He whispered, I have spoken with God and he has abandoned (gasps) us. And then his vital signs stopped and there was no apparent cause for death. I think I have a few ideas of the cause of death. But... And apparently, like, I love how detailed these are because it's like, there was a follow-up study in 2000 by blah, 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 blah. And it's like... "Mm." Um... Yeah, so that's a thing. Jeez, I'm really glad we we took that ride together, but not a fan of it. First of all, I'm just like, one, why would we even want to know what happens to humans if they don't sleep? You know, like really, why would we want to know that? Two, why would we want to know what happens to humans when they can't feel anything or take in any senses? I have no interest. Well, um, also, that's I can't of- even hand when my when like I get a cavity filled and my mouth's numb and I can't feel my lip, <laughs> but I can touch it. I can't even handle that. So, like, I don't think to this level. Yeah, because it's just like, well, that does happen to people, which is very sad. Where they are in a state of like unable to. Mo- well, I guess we don't know that they're not able to feel or hear or anything. Mm, we just God, know that people no. are not able to communicate outwards but we don't really know what happens or what they're able to understand or not understand or feel. Oh God, I don't like that. But yeah, like the thought of just being like a blob of consciousness and like suddenly you know everything because Mm -hmm. you've become like enlightened essentially. And so like you have communication with everything and all things and know everything is terrifying. (laughs) I don't want that. If that's what happens, I don't. I'm not interested. Count me out. 
no, no, no. I think I'd rather know as little as possible. I've thought about that. Like how people are like, would you, if you could know like everything huge in your life, would you want to? Like if you could know when you die, who you marry, blah, blah. Yeah, because I feel like you'd mess it up and all the things or try to avoid it. Well, sometimes I think about like how peaceful living off the grid could be. Yes. When you don't have constant bombarding of news <laughs> and social media and you don't actually really know what's going on. You just know like your little area and like how to take care of yourself and the things and people that are there. And that's it. How This is peaceful. our last episode, uh, guys. <laughs> We're free transition, Martha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, wonder, like I feel like knowing – like ignorance truly is bliss in that truly. regard. Truly. In any like, regard. Like ugh. even the stupid people, I can't even get into it, but – that's um, a different podcast <laughs> yeah um but yeah oh, so. gosh that's terrifying great see none of these have been like ghosts or anything or like a murder it's just been like what weird crazy science experiments could we do on humans and how terrifying could the outcome be yeah well and like i love well, the Robert idea the- that these are almost positively Sorry. fake because i just yeah. I just picture this like like eighth grade kid just like mm-hmm. going to town on his like 1998 Mac, like the colored ones. Yeah. And he's just like, mom, hold on. And he's like really getting into this. Like I'm, I'm and then it's just turned into this. Like, I, I don't know. Well, that's yeah. That will just like uh, one who wrote this number one, yeah. <laughs> number two, <laughs> number two. That's a hundred percent like how I heard it. Some eighth grader read it one time and retold mm-hmm. it to somebody else who retold to somebody else. I'm like, God, this is how Bigfoot is made. Or <laughs> honestly, he's probably real. I gotta stop saying that. Yeah, he's gonna come after you. It's next very time you're disrespectful. In a yeah, I don't have to worry about the people that are living in the national forest, but I do have to worry about Bigfoot suddenly listening to this podcast and being like, "Well, what the fuck?" and <laughs> showing up. Yeah. Maybe he'll be like that one Bigfoot in that one movie where he like becomes a part of the family. In what movie? Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh God! Okay. <laughs> I can't think of the name of it. I'm really it's happy older. that we can all give you this great movie representation that you can I don't I don't think I've even seen it I don't I assume um that they are there has to be some movie where Bigfoot becomes a part of a family yeah yeah there has to yeah it's your guys's job to figure it out write us in and tell me what it is okay oh god yeah these are just terrifying like the thing is is like you truly well and the thing with reddit is like it doesn't have to be linked to you as a person at all so you can write the most obscure story or realistic Mm -hmm. that is terrifying or something that is close enough to the truth with the deviations that make it worse that people take as not fast but they take as like is possibly a true story just let your brain fly, you know? No, That's kind of the no, moral of this. No, no, I think keep your brains inside. <laughs> it sounds way um, better to me. Also, the movie is called Harry and the Hendersons. Harry and the Hendersons, you're right. They adopt okay. a friendly Sasquatch, but okay. they have a hard time keeping it a secret, and he looks very nice. Um, <laughs> I'm sure he's great. So... <sighs> I'm glad you Do you have that. another one? Um, I don't in particular, if you have some you want to share to wrap things up. Oh, I do. Yeah. Um, so there's only two more that I want to talk about real quick. Um, and one, I don't know how to pronounce. Uh, so I also found this article on bustle, uh, that says Mm -hmm. that there are creepypastas that are based on real life. Um, there's one called 
I am so sorry. Um, Capgrass delusion, uh, which is a rare psychological condition in which sufferers become convinced that the people around them have been replaced by exact copies. Oh, great. Mm -hmm. Um, It is absolutely 100% real. Um, It has happened to people. Uh, Yeah. Don't like that. Uh, But so... That was based off of a, or that was a real thing, and then it kind of created this creepy pasta. Not mm-hmm. going into detail, but basically, in this creepy pasta, um, tells the story of a woman who, after suffering suffering an aneurysm, began to believe her younger brother, um, over she had, or which is somebody she had custody over, or she had custody over her little brother, um, had been replaced by someone else. It says, mm-hmm. Nolan's gone, Charlie, she told her husband in the night before she went into surgery. That's someone else. I don't know who he is, but it's not him. I'm so sorry. She didn't survive the operation, but that's just the beginning if you want to learn more of it. No. Uh, but again, another thing with the mind. Like, don't yeah. don't want to think about it. Don't want to think about that potentially happening to me. What? Okay, so you don't like creepy dolls. Possession is not <laughs> your jam. What other ones? Like, I feel like... I feel like I always enjoy psychological thrillers. I will say, you know, I I do I do like these type. These are like my favorite mm-hmm. type of movies or books, like the ones where you're like, whoa. Yeah. But I just don't like thinking about it too much. I have to be very surface level because I can go down a very, very mm-hmm. steep spiral um, if I think about stuff like this for too long. Because okay, for sure. That's a lot, you know. It's a lot <laughs> yeah. to to think everyone around you is not real. Yeah, or just replaced or by just, somebody. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, not yeah, not not real to you, but they are. And like, I don't know what's worse, like having that happen to you, because I feel like you would start to get in your own head. And you're like, wow, am I a copy? Like, would I know oh, that kind of? Yes, like Ooh. I feel like that would get into like the whole like parallel. Yeah, I talked about that with someone, the same person too. And we're like, okay, (laughs) but if each of us makes life-changing decisions where we end up on a different path, then is this the same person that I know in this path? Or are you a different variant from other path that I happened to jump to because I made that decision and you could jump to a different one again and then it's replaced by a different one? Like it's it's too much to think about. Again, I would watch the movie, but then I would immediately go on my phone for like three hours to just shut it out of my brain. Yeah, like don't watch the end of Loki and then think about it a little too much (laughs) because that's basically where I was. I was like, well, but then if there's all of these different paths, if I make a decision, I jump to another one. Doesn't that one from me there go to a different one? How does that work? Like, do we overlap somehow? If you're a community fan, they have an episode similar to that where it was like, they had to um, – somebody had to go get the pizza, and then they, like, played out what would happen if each person were the, was oh, the person the to get up and get the pizza, yeah. And, Jesus. again, very much enjoyed. Had to stop thinking about almost immediately. <laughs> For sure. Um, and then one last thing. Um, this was recommended by my husband because um, he's into this weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Um not weird, interesting stuff. Uh, so yeah, apparently don't there's call this... him weird on a recorded <laughs> platform. Sorry. That's so disrespectful. I think that's exactly against your vows that I stood there while you said. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. But it's not. Um, so there's this website called the SCP Foundation. Um, the SCP stands for secure, contain, protect. And Zach explained it as like an X-File type thing where people mm-hmm. like write in with all their little X-File-y stuff. 
Um, oh and it's very it like it lays it on thick. Like literally, you go onto the website and it's like, warning: this database is classified. Accessing unauthorized personnel is strictly prohibited. Perpetrators will be tracked, located, and detained. Detained. Which Detain like me. even unsure. <laughs> like I feel like this is fake, but I was like, what? like Should so. I this is. Mo- Are yeah, you on a private anything, browser right now? <laughs> I'm not, but more than anything, this is me recording this. So Just if I go missing, yeah. I was detained by these that people. That does make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like several different, like there's a lot. Like I, when you go on the first page, it's literally like six C, or I keep messing up, SCP 6,556. Like there's a lot here. Um, it's exactly it's people, the, the back page website. It's like correct. this where it just goes forever and ever. Mm-hmm. They just have a ball. Um, and this was one that Zach recommended but it basically it was so it's scp um 261 i won't get super into it Mm -hmm. uh because it's a lot but basically it's about this large black vending machine that has no front glass panel and a keypad and it only takes yen Mm -hmm. um so like i'm assuming like so basically when money's put in it and a three-digit number is entered it will vend a random item it will only accept yen and will reject anything else. Um, so I guess they got a hold of this to keep it away. Um, so there is a log of items that were vended. So they used 800 yen for each item. And then there was an item placed every two minutes. So this is literally like like you push a button and something comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first thing was a Coke Zero. Mm-hmm. classic um, for sure yeah, I, i'm like looks good so far next was a bag of cheetos i'm like oh, okay perfect college diet for sure yeah yeah it's like you understand me um a black black which apparently is something in japan that's like a caffeinated chewing gum mm-hmm. a yan okay. yan which i'm like okay it's getting a little black black yan yan i don't know um it's a cone with a peach drip peach dripping frosting packaged in japanese um, but the company doesn't produce that flavor of the peach. It just has that. Okay. Um, Pepsi Dragon Twist, which is a can of Pepsi with a trace fruit flavor, which I would try that. I don't know if it exactly – okay, it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. It's like a dragon fruit Pepsi. I – Pepsi for listening. I would love that. I would. Mm-hmm. I, would I don't even drink pop. I would buy it. Um, mm-hmm. Next is Dark Side Cola. A can with clear plastic sides. Um, the liquid inside is clear, but when it's opened, it appears to react with the air and changes a dark black over a period of several seconds. It looks mm. like it's billowing <laughs> smoke and cannot be reversed. Um, it tastes described as cola with something spicy in it. Okay. Um, the little bakery seven grain, a small tube of, or a small tube the size of a candy bar with a green button made of aluminum packaging. It's in English. Um, when it's top, when the top is twisted off, a mass of dough is extruded. Dough is like in parentheses. Um, it okay. contains several enzymes and bacteria that have not been identified Ew. on contact with air. This causes dough to rise and bake again in parentheses, killing the mi- micro microbes in process. Okay. okay. Produce a small round loaf of bread weighing 250 grams. It tastes good, but it's chewy. Huh. So like, interesting interesting i was waiting for it to be like a human arm and i was like oh (laughs) no it's just like hey do you got no yeast in your in your pantry yeah we We have a a dough ball for you (laughs) 
Um, the next thing, there's a few more. So next thing was lemon clams. Oh. Thick plastic baggie, um, a plastic tube on the side containing water and 12 clams packaged in Dutch. Following on package instructions, the plastic tube was cracked like a glow stick and liquid from the bag flashed to steam venting hole that popped open the bag, slightly burning one of the researchers. Um, oh. The steaming finished after 38 seconds exactly, um, after which the clams were found to be fully cooked and infused with a mild lemon flavor. Interesting. Um, however, the clams matched no recorded species. So it's just a future vending machine. I think, yeah, I think the whole idea is it's like a vending machine for aliens. Interesting. Okay. They um, like clams. The, yes, apparently. And Cheetos. And, and Cheetos. And flavors and of pop, which yep. if I was also a alien, I feel like I would look into that as well. I would uh -huh. like to get a little, little get creative. Look, um, a little crazy. Yeah. Uh, this is another thing. I would like one of these, a diet ghost. Um, uh, what? <laughs> it's a can containing the instance of another SCP. Uh. I just like the name. I have no idea what I'm saying. Um, but it was packaged in English. Uh, testing done on this provided similar results to the other one. Um, so you guys will have to check that out because I'm not sure. Again, just like the name. Um, but it was the first time it had been vended out of another object. Huh. Okay. <laughs> And then there's three. Yeah. Well, okay. There's three more, and they get okay. a little bit rough. Okay, for sure. Yep. So, like, are we just dive? Do we want to dive in? Where? Are yeah, because I okay. already made the human arm joke. So. <laughs> okay. So next thing, it's unknown. They didn't even name it something cool like Diet Ghost. Um, it's a small mesh bag filled with small multi-colored pyramids, packaging an unknown language. The hmm. pyramids found to be very hard and unpleasant tasting, comparing to chalk and taste and consistency. <laughs> I'm sorry, they just popped them in their mouths, being like, well, uh, yeah, they, everything else has been edible." <laughs> like again, what? when the dissertation's on the line, you just gotta go. Yeah. Um, when put in hot water, they open and produce strings that quickly dissolve, coloring the water the same shade of the pyramid. Okay. The water had no additional taste, which again, why are you tasting it? But it revealed a sharp increase in mineral, carbs, and protein content. Um, with several minerals unidentified in, or at the present time. Uh, mm -hmm. This content was to be consisted with the recommended daily intake of nutrients for adult humans. Researcher huh. ingesting the water reported stomach cramps for two hours, but then nothing. Interesting. Um, this one, I was uncomfy. Zach was reading this. And I was like, okay, anyway. Um, the next one. So aluminum box with a small glass window on the side, large round button on the top, and packaging of an unknown language. The box is seamless and appears to be filled with small round animals covered in fur, each with three small paws and one large eye. Pressing the button causes the inside of the box to rapidly become superheated, cooking the small animal alive. Um, muffled noises and scratching were heard for several seconds during the cooking process. After one minute and 30 seconds, the front panel opens, giving access to this now cooked animal. Uh, the professor who volunteered to eat the animal with no regards to life, apparently. Okay, for sure. No. Um, because no other researchers are willing to do it. But he was like, hey, I'm here for it. He said it tasted crunchy and very spicy with a small hint of beef. Okay. And the last one. <laughs> okay. This is like, this makes me think of like, what's it called? Black Mirror. Hey, Zach, what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Let's call him in here. Hold yeah. on. 
Uh, but no, the last one, a tall, thin aluminum can packaged in an unknown language. Opening the can caused a chemical reaction with a liquid inside the can. The liquid was apparently not intended for oxygenated atmosphere and detonated violently, causing several inj injuries and killing two of the researchers. Um, and then testing was discontinued and the area was closed. So they didn't look at any more of the packages and it smelled like citrus for several days so like why didn't they just like open the machine and like go to town on all of them i think it was like seamless so you couldn't you could only give it oh. money capitalism i see okay correct sure. yeah it, even even the hmm. aliens face these problems i understand Oh gosh. Okay. That's I'm I also like was scrolling through and like there's ones it's like joke C like C or SCPs. Why am I not able to read this? And like yeah. one of them is called like the broke god, but when I click on it, I could couldn't read you this to like save my life. Oh. And I don't understand how it's a joke, but it's like a bunch of like uh, SCP-001J is om omniscient um Omnipotent, omnitemporal entity named Michael Caine. <laughs> I was going to say, Caine is also the professor who ate the, oh. um, the animal. Okay, yes. well, he, yeah, he so makes some joke some in here, but I literally movie. can't read it. I cannot read this, but I'm sure if I could, it's hilarious. Yeah, he went to a, on a business trip to New York, apparently. That's all I'm getting from this. Oh my God, do you know him? Uh, I might. I can ask around. Okay, let us know. Sure. Maybe he could be a uh, guest on the podcast. Oh, there's like voicemails attached to this. No, thank you. I don't <gasps> want to be a part of that. You I'm gonna send you this one. Detained. I don't want to get detained. I know, but I'm just gonna send it to you so that I, if we get detained, maybe we can be the same cell. That's all okay. I'm asking. <gasps> oh, okay. <laughs> She's like, oh, fine. Let's get arrested. Yep. All right. Oh God. Yeah, the internet's weird and scary. Yeah, I feel like if we've gathered anything between our Reddit convos and some of the other weird stuff that we talk about with you guys, mm -hmm. um, there's just a lot going on. People got thoughts and like they're scary. Yeah, I mean, A plus for creativity, but I don't, I don't know how I feel about you. How so. do they sleep? How do you ever sleep? I want to say if you can write it out like that. You sleep pretty good. Like Interesting. You're just, okay. There's no it's just out. Yeah. Mm. If anything, it's either you've you've released this and you're feeling better, or that's just your mental state at all times, and you're like, what's what's different? What what are you talking about? So, okay. Yeah. For sure. I guess either of those kind of scare me. So I'm gonna leave it. Oh at yeah. That. I'm yeah. yeah. I'm still, still very terrified. <laughs> yep. Do you have anything else you wanted to say before we wrap up this? I'm just like scared to go to sleep. It's dark outside now. <laughs> um yeah no i mean i we, a lot was said today this is a longer episode mm -hmm. and i just feel like we should leave it at that <laughs> uh if you have any super creepy stories or any creepy stories normal stories honestly yeah. i would love to hear we gotta talk about something else next week mm. uh if you need advice just want to chat. Find us on Your Friends Suck uh, Pod Instagram, Your Friends Suck Pod at gmail.com. You can email us any of your questions that you would love to have answered, any topics that you're interested in us talking about, um, or find us on Patreon, Your Friends Suck Podcast, where we have exclusive episodes for you to hop over there and listen to. Yeah, I've already started planning the Creepy Pasta Pasta Thon that we're going to have. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, 
So you got to join so that we can do that. We'll just be reading creepypastas and eating pastas for, for a couple I don't hours. know how long. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, hopefully you all are not too scared to go to bed because now I am. Uh, hopefully you mm-hmm. listen to this in daylight. Maybe we should have put it at the beginning. Hey, listen to this during the day. Our um, bad. Or maybe if you're okay right now, you're one of the people that I'm also scared of. But anyway, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, As always, wear a mask, wash your hands, and dear God, stay off the internet. It's terrifying. Throw your computer away. (laughs) Throw the computer away. You don't need it. We're all going off the grid. Thanks so much for joining us. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Your friends suck.